During the process of making this podcast, we noticed a need for more open dialogue across the fashion supply chain. We want to do our part to try and facilitate more of it. So we came up with Loose Threads, new mini episodes of anonymous Q&A tying candid questions to honest answers. In addition to the normal podcast episodes we released every Tuesday, you can now tune in every other Wednesday for new editions of Loose Threads. And don't forget to hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have a question you'd like to anonymously ask someone further down the supply chain? Submit it on our website, www.manufacturedpodcast.com slash loose threads. If you're a supplier interested in anonymously answering questions and anonymously connecting with other suppliers working on sustainability issues, we'd love to hear from you and please get in touch via our website. Before we get into this episode, we want to take a step back. The last episode of Loose Threads that we released addressed the question, why do suppliers subcontract? We got one response in after we'd already released that episode, which we'd still like to take a moment to share with you now. The answer goes like this. I know I'm late to provide a response, but I wanted to share our experience with subcontracting. We have a policy against it. We don't do it of our own accord. However, some of the brands we work with demand that we subcontract to a preferred nominated facility where they can get a lower cost, such as for embroidery, printing, or finishing. Yet, we are still the ones expected to carry out the due diligence on the subcontractor and perform the audits. It's quite strange. This week, the question we are addressing has to do with global pandemic. What are things like for suppliers now, six months after old order cancellations? Have things gotten better or worse? The first, the first response we want to share is not a response exactly. It's based off of conversations that Jesse and I have had with our former employer, um, which is a cut and sew facility in Cambodia. So initially, things were pretty rough for them. Uh, the main customer stopped calling off stock overnight, meaning the revenue was turned off overnight as well. The company had to lay off some of its workers and reduce working hours. But since late spring, things are looking much better. And in fact, they're struggling to get enough staff on board. The company is on track to get in more revenue this year than last year. And that's because of orders for face masks. The company is uniquely situated to address the demand for face masks because it's specialized in digital dye sublimation, which is a printing technique that lends itself very well to customization. So it's very easy to make the same mask printed with different designs and prints for different retailers. The owner of the company, who we interviewed in episode three of this podcast, um, Pete Holton has said to us that he's been amazed. For the first time in his life, none of his buyers care about price. The only thing they care about is lead time. The question, of course, is how long this extra demand will last and how long it will take new suppliers and new producers to enter the market. Another supplier said, six months later, if we only considered cancellations, things are better. Many brands reversed their decision to cancel orders but overall, we are still not doing well. We talked a lot about change. Owners came forward, workers raised voices, and many discussed about the faulty supply chain processes. But all is quiet now. I have also heard stories of brands forcing their suppliers to be silent, for example, by only committing to solving issues if suppliers remain silent. Another supplier said, 
Orders are still down for us. While we switch to some mask production for consumers, this only partially helps the bottom line. We expect to end the year somewhere between 40 to 50% down in revenue from 2019, and we expect this to be the case through 2021. The shift in people working from home has also lowered demand for work clothes, shifting to casual and athleisure, which is not our forte. Also, since people are going out less, our market research has pointed to much lower demand for new clothes in general. From my cynical perspective, less demand means less environmental impact. However, the socioeconomic cost of the pandemic is still hovering over the industry. If I assess whether I will still have a job in the near future, my uncertainty begins at about three months' outlook. That being said, our customers have increased their interest in sustainable materials and production. We have received more requests for what we can offer in these categories. So from that perspective, I think there's a glimmer of hope. And finally, another supplier said, in general, there is even more price pressure due to lower demand. But in some areas, price has improved where demand is more like knitting yarn. This is mainly due to change in consumer shift towards non-formal wares, where knitting fabrics are much more used. This reminded me the interview we made with Mr. Lin, a knitting wear subcontractor living in Phnom Penh. He confirmed us in the interview that uh, he lowered his prices a lot to make sure he can still receive orders during the pandemic. So six months after, his orders, the numbers of orders he received is more or less the same numbers as the period before pandemic, but he made uh, much less money due to the price pressure. As always, we want to close this mini-episode by reiterating that there is always more than one way to answer a question, and truth is never singular. But our task as people who want to change this industry is to try and piece them all together into a bigger picture. We chose to share these answers today because they represent a point of view often missing from this picture. We hope this anonymous Q&A gave you some food for thought. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And once again, if you have a question you would like to have answered, ask it anonymously on www.manufacturedpodcast.com slash loose threads. If you are a supplier interested anonymously answering questions and anonymously connecting with other suppliers working on sustainability issues, you can also get in touch with us via our website.